The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Today is St. Valentine's Day and we're going to talk about romantic rom-coms of the newer variety. And I'm joined by Jen Gannon, who's pop culture journalist. Jen, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, these might be the ones that people might not be that aware of. So if you're on the couch tonight and you're thinking, I don't want to watch the same rom-com I've seen before. These might be ones, something new, something different for people to check out. Okay, so uh, where do you want to start? Rye Lane, I I never heard of Mm. most of these, I have to say. Rye Lane only actually came out last year. So okay. it's a, a very new and it's now on Disney Plus. Um, so if you missed it in the cinema, I couldn't recommend it highly enough. Um, I think if you have a balance of the calm as well as the rom for the rom-com, that's what makes the perfect formula and that's what you have at Rye Lane. So the main plot, it's set over the course of a day and you have a guy, Dom, who's played by Industries, David Johnson, and he's busy, he's crying in this unisex toilet of a gallery because he's broken up with his girlfriend of six years. She was cheating on him with his best friend. And then Yaz enters his life, played by Vivian O'Para. And upon hearing him crying, she basically tells him to get his life together. So their characteristics are drawn from that very first meeting Dom is this very shy kind of reserved accountant and Yaz is the kind of person who talks to strangers and yeah. has these big dreams of uh, being she a broken costume heart designer as well. she does they both have had freshly their hearts have been freshly ripped out of you know their bodies because and they're both trying to escape their new breakups and they're thrown into each other's orbit at that gallery kind of meet cute and then Dom tells Yaz he has to have lunch with his ex and his ex best friend and she decides he can't enter into this situation on his own because he's in rough shape and she pretends to be his new girlfriend and from then on their time together just expands and there's a lot of chemistry between the two of them it's very freewheeling um, but it's also visually stunning I thought it was very visually arresting it's it's very colourful and it does contain the big cliches of the genre but in a different more original That's that's what you want I mean you want the cliches don't you Exactly and it clocks in at a sweet 90 minutes so you know you're not overspending time with people it just gets in and out at the perfect time Now the next one you want to talk about is Pa Springs. Yes. Now, I absolutely loved this film. It came out in 2020 and it's available on Amazon Prime and it mixes time travel with the rom-com. Now, this is nothing new. We've seen that in Richard Curtis's About Time. That wasn't really for me. I thought it was a bit too sentimental. And it's not as good as Bill Murray's Groundhog Day, but what is? But it stars Andy Samberg, who people might know from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He's Niles. He's this very genial slacker everyman. And he's a wedding guest along with his girlfriend, Miss... Misty and they're having a hard time um, they're fighting a lot at this wedding they're an unhappy couple to say the least and at the ceremony he gets drunk at the reception party but makes a connection with the bride's lonely sister Sarah who's played by Christina Milioti from How I Met Your Mother and they ditch the party to be alone together but then something happens where this guy, very angry guy appears who's called Mike and he's played by J.K. Simmons and Sarah slowly starts to realise that Niles has got her stuck in this time loop and this, their time together at this wedding will become never ending and that's it's like the metaphor for this one moment in time has become their entire lives which I think is a good metaphor for the madness that you get into when you fall in love and I think it's really charming and silly and goofy and I think Andy Samberg he's such a great presence on screen and he's very um, he just he's very lovable I think and it, it wins you over in that oh, way Do we have a clip from we that? We do have a clip we have a clip for uh, at the wedding when he makes a speech at the wedding and he kind of hones in on Sarah during the speech Tala Ann Wilder and Abraham Eugene Trenchleafen, who do not look like siblings. You see their optimism, their selflessness, it's in their blood. And Tala, there's something that a lot of people here don't know about you, but they should. 
I hope you don't mind. It's not just time and money that Tala has given to so many charitable causes. She has also donated of herself bone marrow. That's right. How did he know that? She gave hers to her baby brother, Nico, saving his life. But now it's time for us to give to you. Here you are. Standing on the precipice of something so much bigger than anyone here. And it may be frightening and filled with doubt, but always remember, you are not alone. Everyone here is your family. We are your world. And we will cheer you on with delight in our eyes as you achieve your wildest dreams. So raise a glass. We may be born lost, but now you are found. Cheers. Now you are found. <laughs> Cheers. All right, we'll go back to 2013 for the next one. Enough said. Yes, uh, I will never stop talking about this film because I think it should have a place up there with all the greats. Uh, but I think it's fully flown under the radar for a lot of people. And it's a really gentle, very gracefully told, fully realised film from uh, starring the late, great James Gandolfini and showing a completely different side to him. And the always brilliant Julia Louis-Dreyfus that we know from, you know, everything from Seinfeld to Veep. It's directed by Nicole Hall of Center, Center and she's released another comedy with Julia Louis-Dreyfus this year called uh, You Hurt My Feelings, which is also on Amazon if you're intrigued by this. But Enough Said is about a divorced massage therapist, Eva, who begins a relationship with Albert, who she meets at a friend's party. But then she discovers he's the ex-husband of her client and friend, Marianne. So that is the farcical setup. It's a bit of a comedy of errors, um, but it does end up being extremely moving because it's about the potential of beginning again and starting again. These people are not just, you know, 25-year-olds, newly minted singleton They've been on the battlefield of love, and that's what I enjoy about yeah, it. And uh, they're very different in their Extremely. occupations. And so let's have a uh, listen to this clip. What, what about you? What do you do? I work at the American Library of Cultural History. The what? Exactly. It's kind of a television library. Do you, do you watch a lot of TV? No, no, no. It's television history. What's on now? I, I have no clue. Yeah. And I tried to watch one of those Housewives of Idiot Town, but I, I got so depressed that. I really thought I was going to just go jump off a building, so. I know exactly what you're talking about because I tried to watch one of those ones with my daughter and I could not believe what I was watching. No brains and the fake cheekbones and the fake boobs. Do you like fake boobs? No. No, I like real boobs. Mm. Yeah, I got real boobs. That's working out for us then. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrific. It is. And, it, and really, the chemistry between the two of them, it, it actually just jumps off the screen. And I think, as I said, it's a romantic comedy about older people which you don't normally see and I think that's what makes it so winning and so intriguing. Now we've uh, two left but we just briefly mentioned Obvious Child. Yeah, that was it came out in 2014. It's available on Apple TV and it is my favourite of the list because it's not your typical formula of boy meets girl and sparks fly. It's more based in reality where you have a comedian, Donna, a stand-up comedian. She's been dumped by her long-term boy- boyfriend. She has a one-night stand with the extremely sweet Max but she ends up pregnant. And it is about her, you know, considering thinking through this termination because she doesn't know this person and also 
maybe thinking about the potential that the relationship could have. And it's, you know, it's about the chewiness of those tough decisions in life, but it's also laugh out loud funny. So, I mean, if you think it's not for you, I think I always say it's a rom-com for people who don't think they like rom-coms. And they will enjoy this one. And they'll love it. And the final one is Going the Distance, uh, starring Drew Barrymore. Yeah, I don't think you can talk about modern rom-coms without talking about Drew Barrymore. I mean, people would be familiar with Never Been Kissed or The Wedding Singer, which I think are two brilliant examples of modern rom-coms. But I chose Going the Distance because I think it's really underrated. It follows Drew Barrymore as Erin. She's a would-be journalist. She's trying to trying to restart her life. She's exited a disastrous relationship. She feels like she's off course. She is now single and without any distractions, any romance, entanglement, she wants to fully focus on her career and she takes an internship in a New York paper. She stumbles upon Garrett, who's played by Justin Long, who was Drew Barrymore's boyfriend at the time, at this pub trivia night and the two of them hit it off. But the catch is she is going to go home to San Francisco after her internship ends. He lives in New York. Can they go the dis- mm. distance? Now you have a clip. I do because Explain Char- this. Charlie Day is in it as uh, people would know him from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia he's Garrett's roommate and he's obsessed with Top Gun and when Aaron comes home with Garrett one night uh, he has to intervene into their romance (laughs) Where's that coming from? Dan Hey Garrett Hey Dan Hello in there What was our rule? Just because I can hear you through the wall doesn't mean I get to participate. Right, and what were you doing just now? Participating. Okay. Look, man, I just thought maybe it'd be fun if I DJed your hookup. So, is this like what you guys do when you bring girls over? He DJs your hookup? No. Is that what this frat house is all about? No, no. Listen, I'm really sorry. You know what? I was totally pretending to be mad because I didn't want you to think I was slutty. I don't care at all. Oh. I think it's kind of awesome. Really? Well, that's weird. In fact, Dan, take me to Berlin. Here it comes. Well, that's called Going the Distance. Um, Finally, there are some familiar characters returning to our screens. Yes, we're going to have a Gavin and Stacey Christmas special again. And Downton Abbey is seemingly making a return too. Now, with Gavin and Stacey, there hasn't... It's been on screen... It was five years ago since they left us on the cliffhanger where Nessa... Was spoiler alert, but it's been five years, people. <laughs> Nessa was on her knee, down on one knee, proposing to Smithy, James Corden Smithy. And so we've been waiting five years to see what will happen. And I think that works for them because it's kind of like they're taking on the mantle of maybe the royal family or Only Fools and Horses, where these shows will come back annually or whatever. And I think that is a good idea because people have such affection for these characters. And God knows James Corden needs a win. A lot of people don't like yeah. him, but they love him for Gavin and Stacey. Yeah. So that's uh, what about it. Downton? Downton have had two films when you think about it. Downton Abbey, we've never been away from it for long enough but I think you know Julian Fellows says there's a lot more to say with this story and and I suppose when it ends in the 1920s are they going to push it into the 30s are we going to see a wartime pre-war Downton you know what will what way will that work and I think it will be interesting for people and now that the crown is gone I think we need our big fancy house drama our Sunday night fancy house drama to come yeah. back and will Maggie Smith be back? Well, we'll see, hopefully. We shall see. All right. <laughs> uh, Jen, thank you very much for joining us. Jen Gannon, pop culture journalist. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.